I V M. Hello and welcome to another episode of IVM Likes. This is episode thirty-one now, you guys. We're on the other side of thirty. Really, and really life doesn't get better either way. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Alright, so today we've got a regular round of recommendations from Josh and Naveen. Hi, Josh. Hi, hey, Naveen. Hey. Hi, hi, hi. Hey. And then uh, we're going to discuss some uh, fictional shows within shows that we wish existed. It's all wishful thinking. Hmm. Um, so I'm going to start uh, today with Josh because Josh has a YouTube channel. Oh. We're not doing regional segment anymore. Why channel. not anymore? Just right, uh, just hiatus. It's, for it's this on hold. It, yeah. But you still got to like the long weekend came and Josh watched a lot of Malayalam movies. I watched a lot but didn't finish <laughs> any of them. <laughs> Why? How do you do this? How, How can do you, you like, watch three of them and not, not finish? finish yeah. Because I was kind of like like for me if if it's not pulling me in the first like hour there's something wrong I feel. Huh, then it's okay. Mm. That's, That's just okay. generally then you abandon them. Basically. Generally with film I do. You're not gonna go back and try and complete them. That's fine. Yeah, it wasn't riveting enough some hmm. of them. But I should finish them. But, but even the worst of movies I always finish them I just want to see how they like Execute the whole thing No I do want to finish them I've just like These films are like Very tiring to watch <laughs> Cool look Alright give us that YouTube channel yeah. Okay so the YouTube channel I'm going to recommend Is called uh, Kurzgesagt uh, Kurzgesagt In a nutshell It's a fairly popular YouTube channel They get like the in millions like 5 million 3 million the views on each video and each video kind of deals with a very um heavy i would say a quite a heavy duty concept so i'll just read out some of the titles here some of them are like antibiotic apocalypse limits of humanity what are you human origins death from space and then there's some really uh, like and then stuff about like uh, cosmic stuff like fusion energy vacuum decay So all these uh, videos are essentially animations that try to explain these very um high fundu concepts yeah, yeah really high fundu concepts, concepts but yeah. really bring it down to it like for instance in the fusion episode they try to discuss the the future fusion uh, technology whether it's viable whether there's even any point in putting money into it or whether solar is going to be the next thing are there at least cute animations the animations are amazing yeah, oh, okay. very nice that is like the who, best who gives you the animation like are they experts in this field it, okay so for instance they had this one episode called the rise of the machines which is all about automation and how um, machine learning is taking over certain jobs mm. you know like artificial intelligence and all that and that was based on two books oh, okay so their research might be based on certain right. so but, but it's like a, it's a whole like at the end of that episode you they tell you how many hours they they put in 900 of hours uh, 900 hours just doing this episode wow. this that how many people worked yeah. on it and like a lot of patreon supporters actually want them to make out Correct. put out better stuff and uh, <laughs> they want want to make out yeah uh, that's what that's me <laughs> all those patreon They wanted to make out, man. That's what I send money for. But <laughs> anyway, but I was watching one of their videos called Optimistic Nihilism, mm. which is like a very good take on this concept. Entirely, like because yeah. because they break down the entire universe for you and tell you how insignificant you are. So just chill. <laughs> you know, mm. like the entire video essay is just about that. So I really like to because the animation also is very. Uh, and that's funny niche. because that is a very recent video, and that is like the that is they try to encapsulate the philosophy yeah. of that channel. Oh, that's pretty that. nice. Mm. Yeah, so that is one video. But they're not should. specific to like um, a specific topic. They're not doing only like space stuff or only no, science. No, no, it's no, no, across no. the board explanations of things. It, yeah, it might. It's usually like. Deeper concepts, mm. I would say. Like uh, this idea of what are you is just like 
it's like full on uh, existential. existential. Yeah. Mm. Nice. So it's half half. How do you the, spell this YouTube channel? Oh yeah. So Kurz Gizad. Oh man, I struggle. It's K U R Z G E S A G T. Kurz Gizad. Yeah. In a nutshell. Yeah, it's German, I think. The yeah, yeah. It's a German word. Very nice. And the guy who voices the whole thing, his voice is very soothing as well. So I think. <laughs> Yes, it is. I I worry about soothing voices on really high concept videos because I feel like it'll lull me to sleep. No, no, already the subject matter seems like it's going to be a little it's heavy. It's not. It's not soothing as much as he talks like this. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. you know. Very how things are yeah. made. Yeah. Five billion years ago, mm. man did not exist. Like, yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. Very nice. It was totally made up. That five billion years ago. <laughs> yeah, man did not exist. <laughs> cool. All right. Thanks, it's time Josh. For my recommendation. All right, Naveen. Step back, Josh. Bastard. I got this. All right. Cool. <laughs> I'm recommending. A book today called uh, Ravan and Eddie. It's a uh, Ravan. Ravan and Eddie. Ravan and it's Eddie. called Ravan and Eddie. It's oh. a book by Kiran Nagarkar, and a really famous book. People uh, who do BMM or any kind of literature studies, or any Bombay obsessed people. Yeah, like yeah, just. yeah. So they, they usually end up reading this book, and uh, this is uh, like a. I'm recommending this book to other people outside of Bombay to give them a you know taste of life of what Bombay is. Hmm. Uh, I grew up in a chol. I grew up in a very hardcore chol where we were Christians in one chol, hmm. then followed by Hindus and then by Muslims, and all three kids played very well together. So when I read this book, I picked this up. My sister was doing arts, and I would read all the books because she wouldn't. So <laughs> I would, I would like read my uh, sister's books, and and this one, Ravan and Eddie, really stood out for me because it spoke about a lot of. Because the backdrop of the story is that these two kids were growing up. This one Hindu kid and one Catholic kid growing up in this environment. Mm. While in the background, the adults are, are like assholes of the highest order, doing the worst kind of things to each other, thinking about each other physically and all that. So I again like the the environment that they put the the guy portrays in the book is very real for me. And uh, and I think that everybody should be able to because it's a lot of fun as well. It's a lot of mm. uh, you know like like the high school bully trying to. Teach you how to masturbate as a as a youngster, mm. and we're just amazed at the fact that this this kid knows how to do it. You know, like it's a very uh, it's a very funny a book that does a slice of life kind of take, but also is is very real, very dark as well. Yeah, really. it is pretty dark because it's set against a dark uh, background of what the city is and the problems these people face. Mm. But also, here's some friendship, and here's like really cool things about it. Correct. For example, like the Ravan character, the mm. guy, his name is uh, Audi Ravan, and like there's a backstory as to how both these kids' lives are intertwined and stuff. But this kid, he grows up, and his father is now like keeping another woman in the house, and he tells his wife that he he she was she's there always, and he tells the kids that she's my sister, it's your aunt, and then like he has sex with her right when like because Charles is small right, mm. so the, the kid knows that he's having sex with her, mm. and he's like why my father having sex with my aunt and all that, so he's confused. He goes for a walk, and there he's like he's in entrenched into the the RSS kind of mentality. There's a different name for that, but it's like how Hindu kids are brainwashed into believing this, and how the Catholic kids brainwashed into the whole Catholic religion, mm. and all. of that like you know poverty is where they pry on and all that so it's it's very again like as you i think i'm out of adjectives right now it's a, <laughs> it's a really good book i feel like we should do a bombay specific yeah. uh, episode yeah because there's I'm so much like if you just get into bombay literature specifically mm. kiran arkas the first yeah. jerry pinto narish fernandez yeah uh, just encapsulating bombay in a lower middle class which is what most of bombay is mm-hmm. and just how their life works it's so fun because you cannot deny that like life is really hard but it's also really fun in bombay yeah and i like that It's that juxtaposition that For example, really like works. Going to a going to a movie hall, like it was a big thing back in the day. So middle class families would like make a trip out of it. Yeah. Mm. Even M and the Big Home, which mm. is Jerry Pinto's book, love that mm. book. And yeah, so even that captures a lot of this, uh, you know, very very ethnic flavor to what Mahim. That's that's all Mahim Ma- Catholic. Mahim it's Catholic. So good. Yeah. That's a great book. But that was like Catholicism across the city was very similar. I think. 
And it is genuinely good. Like I really, really enjoyed it. So it stars um, the Daily Show's Jessica Williams, mm. and she's also uh, one of the two dope queens on the podcast. The movie is really about you know young girl, uh, really confident about who she is, living in the big city, trying you know her adventures through love and life, which is a very cliche um, topic and trope. But mm. I think this this movie really does it well because. um they don't show her to have like be like i think she is very like she's very confident and she's insecure at the same time as most people are and they don't deny who she is really like really who she is so basically she's gone through a breakup and she is trying to like get back on her feet and she's a playwright and she keeps getting rejected from all these theaters that she's applying to so she um spends her time working at an ngo where she teaches kids to like write plays and like be in theater like a theater workshop um and then she inadvertently like kind of gets along with this recently divorced white dude kind of old chris o'dowd hmm. the it guy hmm. uh, which is really confusing to my head because chris o'dowd is now somehow the indie romcom hero yeah. like from yeah. bridesmaids yeah. and stuff it's so confusing i didn't think he was hot in the it guy mm-hmm. but then when i watch him in indie romcoms i'm like mm, <laughs> i see i see that dopiness is kind of nice um well anyway and then how they connect and he's also recently divorced so he's kind of obsessed with his ex wife and uh, at some point they like unfollow each other's ex like unfollow the exes and then follow each other's exes to like keep them updated mm. like i'll tell you what your wife is up to if you tell me what my ex boyfriend is up to oh um basically really simple concept but genuinely so much heart um great friendships uh well written not your usual um you know uh, not to be mean but like some romcoms have this like whininess about the female characters that really gets to me most of them do yeah they they're always a little mopey about like, like not finding love or like oh i'm like in incredible as a james every time she gets rejected hmm. she makes like this collage of all the rejection letters <laughs> you know she really owns who she is in spite of being um in spite of knowing that what her what her personality is is sometimes jarring so like at, in one scene when she goes back home hmm. to meet her parents and her sister and her sister's like you know regular person like got married has a baby on the way younger sister hmm. and then people keep asking her like hey we're going to new york what uh, play should we watch you know we are like jersey boy is good and she's like i like plays that are about human condition like she knows that people think of her as a snooty new yorker but she really owns and believes it hmm. it's one of those it's a very easy breezy weekend view uh and it's uh, i know that there's been a lot of conversation about it because she's a african american actress first time in a indie romcom lead can you believe it yeah and i get that i get that the conversation about race is inevitable but the movie is genuinely is not really dealing with race it is a regular romcom which is nice it's a indie romcom with like sweet stuff happens you know it's one of those nice sweet. i quite like it oh shit you hit a pen on me the duck and just like flew it is, it's it's in your lap It's in the lab. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <laughs> that got recorded, people. We got that on tape. All right, so Josh recommended a YouTube channel called Curse Gazette, <laughs> and Navin recommended a book, Ravan and Eddie by Kiran Nagarkar. And I'm recommending the movie The Incredible Jessica James. Uh, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we're just going to do some uh, really wishful thinking about fictional shows that don't exist that we wish existed.
Welcome back. Uh, we are joined by one more person on this panel somehow. Hi, Abbas. Hi. Who uh, means somehow? I mean, like you know, we might do it all. We are sitting yeah. through this. So he's dropping anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so in this segment, we're talking about um, shows within shows. This is a complicated concept. Yeah. Are you guys, are you guys with me? You know, yes, films yes. within fiction. Yeah, fictional shows within fictional shows that we wish were real yeah. and not fictional, but also mm. kind of fictional in the fictional world. Mm. You know. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's a lot of fiction. Yeah. Involved. Uh, Give us an example, Sharanya. Oh, okay, sure. My uh, go-to example of what I wish was a real show is Thirty uh, Rocks TGS, mm. the girly show, because if that is obviously I love Thirty Rock, but uh, even the sketches they sometimes come up with the ideas. I feel like I want to see that played out fully on television. Yeah, because I I feel like I miss I miss the actual show. Yeah. Uh, because you only get to hear all the other se- the segment ideas or whatever. Yeah, the but sketch that's, ideas. that was the whole idea, anyways, with behind. I know, talk. but I feel like TGS could be a real show, and I would totally watch it. Although Thirty Rock does some really funny uh, shows because they had one. I don't think I'd watch it, but they had one with Will Ferrell called Bitch Hunter, where he just goes around <laughs> hunting bitches. Oh yeah, I remember this. That is uh, one of the funniest sketches on it. I mean, I don't think I'd actually watch a show called Bitch Hunter, uh, but I might. <laughs> I might. And even um, I think Tracy Jordan's wife has a reality show yeah, with her Queens friends. Queens of Jordan. Queens of Jordan, <laughs> which is also really funny looking. I think I'll watch that. That's that's my example. Okay, great example. Yeah. Cool. So I'll I'll lead first. No I uh, I watch a lot of South Park, and if anybody's watched South Park, they know there's a there's a two fictional characters in the show called Terence and Philip, and all they do the entire time is make fart jokes. The whole like the whole premise is like they're trying to put it like Matt Stone and Trey Parker are trying to put it as how dumb our television has become that we enjoy these characters. And they'd use the kids as an as a you know reference. Yeah. But sometimes these guys they like they'll have a very emotional like the concept of these episodes is like somebody's dying in the family and Terence's father's dead for example and Philip will be like, hey Terence what's up and they they're actually Canadians in the in the mm-hmm. so in South Park all the Canadians have like. Two folded faces with just like open, <laughs> like like a, like a Pac-Man face. Yeah. So Terence and Philip are Canadian, so they are, they both really like, they, they talk like that. Their, their jaws aren't joking. Yeah, yeah. Really. So he'll be like, "Hey, Terence, what's up, gay?" <laughs> like that's how all the Canadians talk in South Park. And and he's like, he's like, "I don't know, man. I'm feeling weighed down." He's like, "Why? Because the father died? No, because I'm holding this fart inside, and he just farts his face." And that's the whole <laughs> show. And they just do fart jokes after fart jokes. I would pay to watch that, really. Small snippets of that. If, Trey Parker, if you're listening to this, you have yeah, one yeah, potential. Yeah, that's a nice. Uh, that sounds like a nice show to have. Yeah. So you realize because see, South Park episodes are written like in in a week's time, right? Yeah. From from one Thursday release, mm. next Thursday they work and they release the episode. Mm. So everything that goes into this smaller segment mm. is just garbage. Like just yeah. just putting anything. Like some guy, some intern is probably sitting yeah. up in two a.m. and sketching yeah. the ideas about about what will go on in Terence and Philip. Yeah. And I want to see that. <laughs> that's some like. What what happened to the rest of like you know when Polo came out with that hole in the Polo where the hole goes <laughs> then you find the hole <laughs> that's the that's the idea like, I want to watch that cool All amazing right. okay I have a couple of them so I want to see two films from fictional films from the movie uh, from the TV show Entourage one is Queens Boulevard which <laughs> <laughs> which is supposed to be this indie movie about uh, Brooklyn and how life is in that's the one that makes him popular that's yeah, the one yeah, that, yeah. that's the one that gives him critical credit doesn't Correct. make him a, a superstar yeah, yeah. so i really want to see that movie because the snippets that they show they're, they're full of indie film clichés but they're still so well shot that i actually would like to sit through the whole thing and yeah. the second again from Entourage is James Cameron's Aquaman oh yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, oh yeah yes. i always wanted to see that because they have one trailer shot and and then light goes out <laughs> and I'm like 
this shit <laughs> now that the actual aquaman is going to come out in 2019 i would i imagine this would be like the cheesier version but then it's james cameron so it would have made tons of money if it actually existed mm. and then within entourage a sequel was made which is going to be directed by michael bay mm. so <laughs> that's the movie i wish existed so that only so that i could shit on it <laughs> so those two uh, another one is uh, oh, yeah, I, i remember this like in entourage that episode where like he goes to sundance and mm. he wants to get credibility mm. and then james cameron is hovering over like these guys the entourage yeah. guys mm. and they're on a cliff skiing and everything mm. and James Cameron comes and says would you, and he's just like walkie talking him down <laughs> would like to be in my next movie yeah. <laughs> and the ending shot is all of all of them jumping in the air and going yeah <laughs> entourage really worked at a specific time in yeah. life yeah. you now. can't watch it now it's just yeah. shit The other is uh, so the Home Alone movies. Uh, mm. Remember that little snippet of a black and white film that Kevin always plays when the pizza guy comes. Mm. Oh yeah, like, keep the change, you filthy animal. Those are actually fictional films. That film in Home Alone one is called Angel with Filthy Souls, and in Home Alone two it's called Angels with Filthier Souls. <laughs> so yeah. it's a parody of these gangster slash noir films, black and white films that used to happen. So I think if it existed, it would be a cult film in itself. Nice. And finally. since you mentioned uh, 30 rod the my favorite fictional show on f- show within yeah. a show on 30 rod 30 rod 30 rock was milf island <laughs> which is a bunch of milfs and a bunch of 8th grade students on a same island and the challenge was how many of these milfs can they bone <laughs> and every week every week one milf would get eliminated cuz she's not sexy enough anymore she's not milfy enough she's not milfy enough so that's a show i would give my guilty pleasure if it exists in real life <laughs> yeah, emphasis on pleasure <laughs> So those are those are my choices. Oh, wait, by, the, by the way, uh, like we have to give some Indian representation as well. Yeah. Do you want to go first, or you want to? No, no. Try. I mean, <laughs> it came to me and I really started saying. Go for it. Go for it. Like in Sarabhai, what is Sarabhai? Mm. Do you remember? Uska Pati is Meera. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see that because it's like it's a, obviously they're playing on the TV soap idea. Yeah. But Monisha was just going to the subplot, which is so oh, dead. Oh, Nagini Kli. Yeah. So Maki, Nagini, all that. What people are doing now in TV soaps, they already. Like play with this concept. Even uh, like this idea of parodying Ekta Kapoor shows. Uh, if you see the new the Dear White People yeah. show, they do a Shonda Rhimes scandal parody called Defamation, mm. and people are really petitioning for like Shonda Rhimes to direct Defamation. Oh, okay. I mean, she's not going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because Defamation is literally like uh, you know president. Where she yeah. has sex on the eagle right now, and then is that her father? I thought he was dead. No, he cloned himself. Some rubbish yeah, happened. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. I think those are like my favorite shows. Josh. <laughs> I don't have anything funny. <laughs> That's Whatever. That's It's fine. okay. You can't top this anyway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just discussing with Abbas one of my favorite films where it was a film within a film and it's known as Om Shanti Om. <laughs> <laughs> of course, why aren't we surprised? <laughs> oh, that is Rom Shandiyom is uh, quite a genius movie. Yeah. Yes, but it wasn't that movie? the f- the film. That's that a weird thing. The film inside the film is the film itself. It's the film itself. It's impossible. It's like an inception. It's before, like inception before, we, before inception. Like the, before like we go ahead, like uh, there have been countless hours in the of IBM office <laughs> where Josh is like kept on. He's kept on uh, telling us how amazing Om Shanti Om is, and uh, we've been no. He's done that on this show yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Correct, correct, correct. Abbas and you had found. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> 
Where Sweet. George thinks it's going to be the ideal film to introduce a white guy to Bollywood. Bollywood. No, no. <laughs> no, no. What are we going to no. say? No, that's it. Like people need uh, to know that Josh loves Om Shanti. An- another. I'm a big fan. I have the thing is that I really like when they uh, put effort into those um, fictional shows, like Jane the Virgin, which mm-hmm. is a really good show and does so many uh, plot lines anyway. In that, hope Jane's father is a telenovela star. Right. Mm-hmm. So he has a. I mean, he has a. Uh, when you get introduced to him, he used to be a star of the show called The Passion of Santos. <laughs> but after he quits that, he has a new show, um, which uh, I forgot what it's called. Oh, okay, it's a Spanish name. But it's Tiago, who's a time traveling guy who um, you know goes to time and like fixes a Great Depression. Meets like Mary Antoinette and tells her like, don't say that line about the cake that you're thinking. You know, like really <laughs> dumb shit. And they really go like they go deep into the sh- into the show. Like right. I have followed that show within Jane the Virgin mm. a lot. Because there is an actual plot line yeah. that they are building through the season. It mm. makes no sense at all. But like, put ten points for effort on that. Yeah. So yeah. you know, uh, McBain from The Simpsons, who's yeah. an, uh, who's a parody of Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, yeah. and uh, Bruce Willis. Mm. So there is someone on YouTube who has actually taken snippets of all the clips that McBain does, and actually there's an actual show. plot of a movie that yeah. unfolds in alo- across yeah. various episodes. So that's also worth checking out. Go to YouTube and uh, YouTube McBain. The movie. I think also community had so many right because of course they had that Inspector Space yeah, Time yeah, which yeah. is a, Doctor they Who really parody, go into yeah. it hmm. but then I would really watch that Troy and Abed in the morning hmm. as a talk show just live in the library just discussing stuff I love that bit yeah. so much I'm rapping in Spanish yeah I know <laughs> Don't they, I think uh, now uh, because television is so meta and yeah. it's, it's nice to be meta yeah. they can do these things but when it's like if you look at um, like Friends where they had the option of doing this funny stuff they didn't do anything yeah. good with uh, Joey's shows. They had that uh, mac and cheese. Hmm. Where it's a, I mean, I get that the idea is that he does bad television. Right. But they could have been so much funnier. Like, I would have really enjoyed uh, yeah. Friends doing really meta funny shit. That's that right. That would have been nice. Yeah. I think uh, the most popular is Simpsons, A.G. and Scratchy. Right, right. Yeah. Which I don't think can really exist because it would just <laughs> yeah. be so violent. violent. You'd, have to, yeah. you'd have to call, do a petition and stop it. But like Tom and Jerry meets Mad Max, like that's. Yeah, so I, think so. <laughs> I actually watched that. <laughs> yeah, I would watch that with Tom. Yeah. Tom and oh. Jerry meets. Mad Max. Another another fictional uh, show within a show that deserves a shout out is You Heard with Purr from, yeah, from Parks and Recreation and but that's how television has become now like te- journalists are mostly clueless and going then around even that woman now, what's her name Jane Kalamazo in that show yeah, and yeah, yeah. she does all the sensational news gotcha with yeah. Jane Kalamazo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. and like Leslie always has the worst time <laughs> <Yeah. with her. laughs> even the radio show they have on that oh, yeah. Yeah. it's really funny Nick Kroll, Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like they make called? all the fart, all fart, fart noises yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's too much of fart noises <laughs> In this episode uh, Oh I have one more Sorry before I go uh, This is a trashy one actually So if you guys watched The show called Unreal No Oh man I wouldn't recommend I mean the first season Is very good Second season is not good at all But Unreal the first season Is basically It's a drama About the making Of a show like Bachelor hmm. Like Bachelorette Or whatever Okay It's called Everlasting And the producer's job Is to like you know Just key people Like all the time To make them do awful things On reality TV and everlasting I would totally watch because it makes no sense <laughs> you have to woo this uh, British boy mm. and all the girls you know even if they have like they're really smart girls they have no option but to do the most worst shit to get on TV and to get popular to get noticed uh, that is a, that is a show I would totally watch at least it kind of exists <laughs> which is a bachelor yeah. uh, yeah. you just had a realization while yeah. talking about it <laughs> 
Alright, that was fun. If you have any recommendations of uh, shows within shows and movies within movies that you would like to watch, uh, let us know on uh, Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. We are IVM Podcasts. Uh, bye, Josh. Bye, bye Abbas. Bye-bye. Bye, 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 guys.